Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from the Lancet Oncology. It's Thursday the 6th of February and I'm Natalie Harrison. Joining me today are two authors of a study that looked at whether whole body MRI could replace PET and CT scans to detect malignant lymphomas and sarcomas in children and young adults. Now of course PET and CT scans are the two main imaging tests that are used in tumour staging today but concerns have been raised about the possible carcinogenic effects of the ionising radiation associated with these tests which makes the results of this new study very interesting. So first of all could you please introduce yourselves? My name is Christopher Klenk. I'm a postdoctoral research fellow at Stanford University at the Department of Radiology. My name is Heike Dahlgren-Blink. I'm a pediatric radiologist and associate professor at the Department of Radiology and Pediatric Radiology section at Lucille Packard Children's Hospital at Stanford University. Great. Many thanks for both talking to the Lancet Oncology. So, to start, could you tell us a little about the background to your study? Why is it so important to develop an ionizing radiation-free imaging procedure? Yes, so accurate staging of malignant tumors in children and adolescents is critical because the presence and the location of tumor manifestations throughout the body determine the therapy management as well as prognosis. That is why the use of CT and FDG PET CT staging exams in children with cancer has grown rapidly during the last several years. However, CT and FDG PET CT exams are associated with a considerable ionizing radiation exposure. And even with child-adapted low-dose protocols, patients undergoing a single FDG PET CT exam are exposed to ionizing radiation on the order of about 10 to 20 millisieverts. And this is ex- equivalent to approximately 700 to 750 chest x-rays. Yeah, this radiation exposure from diagnostic scans has received quite some attention recently. And there were several human population studies uh, published recently that have shown that exposure to ionizing radiation above doses of about 50 to 100 millisieverts increases the risk of developing secondary cancers later in life. And this is uh, specifically concerning for our young patients because these patients are more susceptible to the effects of radiation than older patients and they also live long enough to encounter secondary cancers later in life. There was, for example, a study published in Lancet recently by peers and co-workers, and this group reported that cumulative doses from diagnostic CT scans for tumor imaging in children almost tripled the risk of secondary leukemias and brain cancers later in life. And there was another study published in the British Medical Journal by Matthews and co-workers and uh, this group reported that, uh, that they found a 24% increase in cancer incidence in about uh, 11 million Australians who underwent CT scans for cancer staging during their childhood or adolescence. We think that we would defeat our goal to cure these patients if the imaging technologies that we offer them during their treatment would actually generate a risk for inducing new tumors later in life. And whole body MRI and diffusion weighted MRI are established techniques. Briefly tell us how you went about developing a method by which you could specifically image tumors. So um, previous approaches for whole body MRI and diffusion MRI also did image tumors, but these technologies had been developed for adult patients and thus were not well tailored for the specific problems of our pediatric patients. In children, the spleen and the bone marrow show a similar signal compared to tumors on diffusion-weighted MRI scans. And this can confound tumor detection in those organs. 
yet missed tumors may not be treated and then eventually give rise to tumor relapse. In addition, MRI scans for anatomically orientation require contrast agent administration, but the enhancement gained with standard MRI contrast does not persist for the duration of whole body scans. And finally, diffusion-weighted MRI sequences provide limited background information, similar to SEG PET scans, without the 6T component. This makes it difficult to exactly localize the tumor. Yeah, we solved these problems by combining anatomical and functional images. We used an RM supplement uh, as a contrast agent to improve tumor detection on our diffusion-weighted MRI scans. The same agent, this RM supplement, also had specific imaging characteristics that allowed us to improve the delineation of vessels on anatomical scans. And to find an analogy, one could possibly compare this to highlighting roads and points of interest, and the points of interest would be tumors, on a geographical map. Previous MR imaging approaches have either shown the point of interest, the tumor very well, or the anatomical map, but not both. And by fusing our uh, tumor-depicting uh, images with these anatomical images, we could actually create a very detailed anatomical map of the body that showed the tumor. And uh, we uh, added uh, this as a radiation-free imaging technology. And how did the ionizing radiation-free MRI technique compare with FDG PET-CT? So our radiation-free whole-body diffusion MRI imaging technique detected 158 of 174 malignant tumors. And FDG PET-CT in comparison it detected 163 of 174 malignant tumors. The resultant sensitivities, specificities, and diagnostic accuracies were all excellent with values above 90% and were not significantly different between the two, two imaging modalities. Tumor staging results also showed very good agreement between both imaging modalities with a kappa of 0.93. And at the same time, the associated radiation exposure could be reduced from about 12.5 millisievert for the PET scan to zero for the whole body diffusion scan. Both exams required roughly the same time between trace injection and end of scan, and the estimated exam costs were comparable. So what are the implications of your findings? Um, we demonstrated that it is possible to provide sensitive tumor staging of children with malignant lymphomas by using a completely radiation-free imaging test as an alternative to PET-CT scans, which require uh, radio tracer injections. And again, to find an analogy, one could possibly compare this to replacing conventional light bulbs with LED lights. These LED lights eliminate unwanted heat uh, production but they still provide the light that we are actually seeking. And just as we want light only for our lamps, we want tumor detection only without associated side effects from radiation. Current imaging technologies do not meet our high standard of patient's care without side effects. We, by creating a potential risk of inducing new cancers with our diagnostic uh, imaging tests, we do not reach our goal of uh, providing the best possible imaging technologies that would not be harmful for our patients. Our new radiation-free imaging test provides a solution to this problem. The next steps for us will be to prove our findings in larger patient populations beyond our single imaging center, 
project. And we are currently planning a multi-institutional initiative of six major children's hospitals in the U.S. who want to compare the value of full-body MRI and PET-CT for staging of Hodgkin's lymphoma. And we were recently also contacted by centers in Europe who want to join in, which we think is very exciting and which could potentially involve, evolve into a truly global initiative that could make this imaging test widely available. Our ultimate goal is to pro provide global access to tumor staging tests with substantially reduced or eliminated radiation exposure. The participants in your study mainly had malignant lymphomas. Would you see this technique eventually being used for other cancers or used to monitor treatment? What further work needs to be done? Mm -hmm. We examined two patients with malignant sarcomas for this study and are in the process of examining more patients with this tumor type. Malignant bone and soft tissue sarcomas in children are typically evaluated with MRI. And therefore, it would make most sense to actually add a whole body staging exam with the same imaging technology for these patients. This would allow for evaluation of the primary tumor and potential metastasis in one session, rather than directing patients to different scans for different clinical questions. We also have to look more closely at false positive and false negative findings with either imaging techniques. FDG PET-CT had a tendency to overcall bone lesions, while whole body diffusion MRI had a tendency to miss small lymph nodes at the chest-neck interface or close to the heart. Future technological improvements of our imaging techniques will address these issues. Yeah, in the area of personalized medicine, we are trying to create the, more, the most accurate, most efficient, and most cost-effective imaging test for each individual patient. We assume that our new imaging test is particularly attractive for our youngest patients, for patients with benign diseases, and for patients with an increased susceptibility to radiation effects. Our test may also be attractive for patients with a genetic predisposition for cancer development who have to undergo many imaging procedures throughout their life for cancer staging. For some other patients, we may still need the information from metabolic PET scans, and this refers specifically to those uh, who, are, who need treatment monitoring. We are currently in the process of performing additional studies that evaluate the value of our radiation-free uh, scans with and without addition of PET data for treatment monitoring. And for some patients, the combination of PET and MR might be uh, uh, a good compromise between reduced radiation exposure and uh, optimal imaging information. The combination of PET and MR data would still eliminate radiation exposure from CT scans and at the same time substantially reduce radiation exposure by about 80%. Future studies will have to show which patients will benefit most from a completely radiation-free whole body imaging test or integrated PET and MRI imaging tests which still have a substantially reduced radiation exposure. And such comparative studies are a major focus of our future multi-institutional research efforts. Thank you. Well, it's been great to talk to you both. That's been Christopher Klenk and Heike Darjoplink joining me from Stanford University in America. Many thanks again for talking to The Lancet Oncology.